I'm solving all of these crimes! Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Now a Nerd Podcast talking about nerd things. My name is Robert Foley. I'm Betrayed Danny Mullins. I found something at the Walmarts yesterday, Robert. Okay. And I think it's a personal attack. I think somebody in the Power Rangers office is a listener, right? Okay. And they're coming for me, man. The, the... They're coming for me. And I'm going to fight back. I'm going to show you. I bought it. I'm going to put it on the uh, shelf in the studio where I put all my nerdy things. All right. Declaration of War. This is... Read the name of the series. Power Rangers. Then and, then and now. now. Yeah, where they put the old ranger with the new ranger. They think they're funny. They think they're <laughs> clever. They're not. I see what they're doing. I, uh, total ripoff. Uh, I'm going to lose my shit, dude. Sign, sign's just a little different. Um, I, I noticed that you got the pink ranger. Well, she was the hottest. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I mean, which one would you get? They didn't make green. That was oh, my favorite. Well, then, yeah. But fair enough. I just... <sighs> She came with her bow and arrow. That's cool. It actually came with the arrow. Yeah. But the only thing the movie version comes with is like a fireball to put on her hand. I don't get it. Yeah. I guess we'll see when the movie comes out. Because the at fuck this, we will. Uh, at this point, you know you're watching that movie. I feel like I have to. <laughs> I feel like it, like it's going to... You've invested too much time not to watch the movie. <laughs> I feel like it's going to call me out during the credits. Like, oh, you came, didn't you, fuckface? I didn't know. Damn it. <laughs> I'm so... I'm just... I can't take much more, Robert. Mm. Yeah. Bad. <laughs> Dan- Danny is I just, perturbed at best. I paid uh, <laughs> I paid 20 bucks for that shit. Just so that you can point him out? Yeah. I could have just took a picture, but fuck it. <laughs> uh, so you uh, and Walmart having your little feud, or Bandai, whoever you're having. It was a Walmart. Uh, I'm going to say my feud, my beef is with uh, Sabins. Sabin's Power Rangers has been there since the beginning. It's on this package. Yeah, but I thought Bandai always made the... Yeah, Bandai, yeah, Bandai makes the okay, toys. Okay, so yeah, it, Bandai. The, my, this feud runs deeper than, <laughs> than just a toy company, Robert. It's uh, the whole damn franchise. Well, that brings up our topic for today. Rivalries. And Danny put his silenced phone on the table. That buzz you heard? Blame him. It's my mom. Of course it is. I'll put her on speaker. Hello? Hey, how's he doing today? Oh, he's good. He's over at Gope? Yep, he's over at Gope, whatever that means. Do what? What did you say? Uh, you over, uh, he's over at You Hope? Yeah, yeah, I hope. Okay. <laughs> you called while I was podcasting again. I thought you did that last night. I, I, I have more than one. You're on it right now. I put you on speakerphone. Hi. You say hi? Oh, thanks. No, that's okay. Oh, okay. Uh, you can delete me out. I'm not going to. It's funnier this way. Well, then everybody will know how rude I am. I don't really care. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> All right. You've tried getting on this podcast so many times, and it's finally happened. <laughs> you do call every time. Oh, I'm sorry. Well, I will let you go. Okay. <laughs> you guys have fun. All right. <laughs> Bye. I love you. Oh, teacher. <laughs> Leave that shit in. <laughs> <laughs> top five, top, top five, five rivalries. rivalries. My mom and this fucking podcast. <laughs> All right. Uh, so, do you want to start things out, or do you want me to? I had the entire wrong train of thought for this because, like, I didn't think just like bitter enemies. I wasn't thinking like Batman and Joker. I was like something, somewhere. It's like not necessarily that they're trying to kill each other. That they're trying to make each other better. And of course, my brain went, "Oh, fucking wrestlers, right?" So, of course, I'm going to say right now, my number five is me and Power Rangers. And I think I'm going to win in the end. And I'm not for sure how I'm going to take this tyrant down. But I feel that this, it's filled me with enough rage. I feel like I could fist fight a Megazord and at least last a couple hours. Maybe well, not win in the end. It used to be a dude in a suit. Now you're literally fighting CGI. Know, it's nothing. CGI, yeah. I can take it. <laughs> so you say. But the inevitable uh, outstretch of time will whoop your ass. That's true. I had, I had a nice break, Robert, because me and you uh, took my son to go see Lego Batman last week. Yes. It was great. And there for like two days, it was nothing but Legos and Batman. I was like, woohoo! And then, like, come Monday, it was Power Rangers again, man. Oh, of course. Watching the fucking movie uh, from, what year was it? Like, 98, something like that? Something. I don't know. God, talk about CG, though. Yeah. It does not I, hold I, up. I, I came over while he was watching uh, one, the, the movie the first time, I think, mm-hmm. with Ivan Ooze. Yeah. And they actually used the Megazords, like, not as the big one. No, they used the Zords they themselves. They used the Zords yeah. themselves. 
I can understand why they never did that in the uh, in, in the show. In the show. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't really look right. Uh, and I, I do. I mean that that movie teaches you a very valuable lesson. Where if you're faced with insurmountable odds, all you have to do is grab those odds, fly them into space, and knee them in the dick. And yes, the problem solved. Uh, and if your parents are ever not paying attention to you, you can spray them with a fire hose legally. That's what I learned. Yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> hmm. Yeah, that movie sucks. <laughs> I just I can't take much more. I, uh, that's gonna be my suicide letter. Power Rangers, Power Rangers. made me do it. And at, at the bottom, dun 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 dun. dun. <laughs> <laughs> Instead of sincerely, yeah. <laughs> just the oh dear or whatever fucking alpha aye, aye, aye. that's it oh uh, dear what? i don't know i don't know i, t- I can't you're, do it anymore your your uh your robot went very british there. that's <laughs> yeah. almost uh c-3po territory <laughs> yeah at least i just didn't yell exterminate i'm like oh that's the right one um <laughs> you know how i'm gonna do it though how i'm gonna choke myself to death with the dvd disc itself i'm just gonna you know that's a new one i'm not seeing that one yeah uh, but you have to be careful because that hole May make it to where it's still breathable, and now you're just uncomfortable. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> giant round bulge in my throat. Uh, so, my number five. Yeah, give me a good one, because I got nothing. Uh, Bart Simpson and Sideshow Bob. Oh, that is a good one. Okay. Uh, you could okay. damn near put him and Homer. Uh, yeah. Like Bart and Homer. <laughs> yes. Because Homer, like we've discussed, kind of the worst dad ever. Yeah. But also, kind of the best dad ever. Yeah. Uh, no, that's a good one. Uh, but yeah, yeah uh, Sideshow Bob and Bart have been at odds for years. Uh, Sideshow Bob being the psychopath that wants to murder him, in fact, has written on just about everything that he can get his hands on, kill Bart. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, and the fact that he's been arrested every time he's tried doesn't uh, stop him from trying again when he gets out. Not all of the time have they been enemies. There's times that they've had to work together <laughs> Yeah, uh, against Sideshow Bob's brother, yeah, uh, there there and is. Then Sideshow a... Bob got arrested anyway. <laughs> <laughs> There's a Treehouse of Horror where he succeeds. Yes, and, and like, he clones him. Yeah, and then just kills him over and over and over. And eventually, he's just like, "Well, I liked it better when he was alive." <laughs> it was like the sad ending of like, once he's dead, what do I have to live for? You know, he's a very hollow person. <laughs> yeah, but uh, no, that's a good, it's a good pull. Um, and Kelsey Grammer as Sideshow Bob. Mm. I mean perfect voice acting there. yeah i mean i would probably listen to just about anything kelsey Grammer voices I, he just has one of those voices up there with samuel jackson and fucking i wouldn't say like morgan freeman necessarily uh close close yeah close but more morgan freeman and uh james earl jones yes thank i think you. james earl jones is my number one because he was mufasa and darth vader yes you can't beat that uh speaking of mufasa do you see that uh they're doing a live-action version of Lion King. Are the lions people? Uh, no, no. Or are the people lions? Uh, the lions are lions, and people are voicing over them, I believe. Oh, kind of like they did with Jungle Book, where it's kind just of. like, probably going to be really realistic CGI. Yeah, uh, Donald Glover. Uh, not the old one, but the young That's comedian. Danny Glover. Yes. Well, last time I said it, you got confused. I'm still kind of confused. Who? Uh, the young comedian that's going to be playing Lando Calrissian in the upcoming Han Solo movie. Okay. Uh, he's also going to be playing Simba in this live action. Not thing. Jonathan Taylor Thomas? Not Jonathan Taylor he's Thomas. He's probably still alive. Uh, he could use the money. he's not relevant. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Man, that was a small window, but he was like a real heartthrob for a while. Seriously. Huh. Home improvement. Good show. <laughs> <laughs> All right, you're number four, sir. Uh, don't put, what? Number four? What? Uh, hold on. <laughs> I had it. I'm going to say Wolverine and Sabretooth. Oh! Is that on yours? It's my number one. Oh, well, I'll wait. No, then. no, no. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go well, ahead. I just, they have my favorite thing that's ever happened in a feud where every year on Wolverine's birthday, Sabretooth tries to murder him. That's exactly why he's that, on mine, yeah, too. Yeah, exactly. That's what popped <laughs> in my head. I was like, that's like the coolest thing to ever happen in a rivalry ever. Yeah. But like, it's like, oh, go ahead. Wolverine has to make sure that he is alone that day every year. And. Remember, he didn't have his past memories before, but this has happened since his, his memories for were ever taken away from him. And so imagine him the first year he's out alone in the world after he's lost his memories. He's sitting there cheers and some babe, and then Sabercluth comes in, rips off her head, and attacks him. I don't know who Sabercluth is. I said Tooth. You said Cluth, which makes me picture him as like a Sherlock Holmes character where he's like a sleuth. <laughs> 
Saber Sleuth. Saber Sleuth. Yeah. So Saber Sleuth. The, the world's most well, violent he, detective. He, he does find where Wolverine is every year. That's true. <laughs> I don't think it's hard for him. I think he just sniffs air until he <laughs> finds him. Saber Sleuth. So, yeah. <laughs> so he just, from outside, he's just like... Wolverine gets all tense. Ah, shit, not again. <laughs> I didn't realize it was my damn birthday. I wonder if he's ever showed up early. I wonder if he's ever shown up dressed as Marilyn Monroe. <laughs> Happy <laughs> birthday, <laughs> James! <laughs> I'm, I'm awkwardly aroused. Uh, I still know it's you. You're very hairy. Uh, you did kill the girl I was with, so bring it on, bub. Uh, <laughs> Wait, we fucking... <laughs> yeah, yeah, we're fucking. Uh, either uh, way, parts of me are going in you. Sneak, sneak. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, shit. But I, I, I just kind of hope that one time he showed up like a day late, and Wolverine was kind of sad. Like, you, you you forgot, didn't you? You forgot about my birthday. He's like, no, no, I was stuck in traffic. Uh, I'm going to murder you. No. Uh, it's no, not it's the too same. late this year. Yeah. It's not the same, man. I'm going home. <laughs> I, I, I lined up this nice little redhead for you to murder. Uh, <laughs> Jeez, man. She has powers. She'll come back. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I guess next year I'll just stab myself. That's what I ended up doing anyway. Yeah. <laughs> I cut my wrist to make sure I could still feel feelings, you fuck. <laughs> you realize how messed up this <laughs> entire conversation has gotten? I'm enjoying it. Saber sleuth. Saber sleuth. <laughs> the entire time he's just sitting there. Indeed. Smoking <laughs> on a pipe. Probably just stabbing people with his yeah, other yeah. hand. <laughs> you know you haven't solved anything, right? No, no. I have solved these murders. <laughs> I, I think Saber Sleuth did it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, so my number four. <laughs> He's quite astute. Okay, yes. Uh, speaking of Saber Sleuth, Sherlock and Moriarty. Oh, hey, look at that. <laughs> A slightly less violent detective. Slightly. Uh, just a sociopathic but mm-hmm. functioning sociopathic. Yeah, didn't he do a bunch of heroin too? Was there, uh, or he did it, a drug. Was it heroin? I think it was heroin. Something to slow him down and make it like it, so his brain would function. It was either normally. heroin or opium. Yeah, it might have been opium. I'm not positive which one. Uh, well, it, he did uh, the Sherlock uh, stuff did originate in the late 1800s, which would have been when opium dens were still a thing. I think they're still a thing. They they might be. I don't know the. I mean, I haven't visited England. one lately. You want to go to England? No. <laughs> <laughs> we'll solve crimes and do drugs. Not necessarily in that order. I mean, of course we're going to stop in Amsterdam, but that's besides the point. <laughs> and then there were prostitutes. <laughs> Took this in a weird direction. Uh, Saber sleuth. Come on. It doesn't matter. Why did we become this, the prostitutes? And then there were prostitutes. Oh. Not then we were prostitutes. <laughs> I thought you said, Whoa. And, and then they were prostitutes. Yeah, I was like, big what? life goal to go to Amsterdam <laughs> and become a prostitute. No, 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 no. <laughs> You just send a picture uh, home to your parents with a red light in the background going, I made it. <laughs> What's that stuff running out of his mouth? Huh. You don't want to know. No. Don't know. <laughs> Somebody's visibly tucking a buck. But uh, yeah, Sherlock and Moriarty, oh, right. uh, two highly intelligent people. And Moriarty touching on one of my uh, favorite villain types. The the super intelligent will outthink the protagonist. Uh, with just about every villain that I truly like, uh, the those are the ones that are always top of the list. Uh, Tyrion Lannister, uh, from Game of Thrones, mm-hmm. being a good one. Gus from Breaking Bad. Uh, just, oh yeah, yeah. The, just the super smart. You're going to have to outthink me, and I'm going to make that difficult kind yeah. of villains. Gus is a good point for that because Breaking Bad, he's that way, but he's also insanely intense and will murder your family. Yeah. Uh, su- super. Uh, super poignant villain. In this category, Xanatos from Gargoyles. Sure. Uh, he was a human that was a villain to the Gargoyles, and he, the Xanadox Paradox, Xanados Paradox. Is a delicious breakfast milkshake, correct? Uh, that's what no. it sounds like. Or something you take for Bacne? It's, it's actually something that was created because of this character basically this character thinks so far ahead that no matter what outcome ever comes he wins yeah i think you've told me about that before uh, that's interesting it, i don't it, remember a lot of gargoyles i remember i watched it when it was brand new but that was a long time ago it's really interesting. on wb kids yes yeah. it's really interesting to go back and watch them for that character like pay attention to the stuff that character does because he does plan everything in a way that even if he was to die he would still win. Okay, kind of like uh, Osmodius. Yes. And uh, uh, Watchmen. Yes. Okay. 
Uh, but the Xanados paradox is actually named after this character, and it's right. it's worth the read just because it's a very interesting character type. You want me to read the show? No, not on the show. Read the Xanados paradox. Oh, oh, okay. I got you. I, yeah, I got it. You know the thing I've been yammering on, on about this yeah. entire time. Yep. I don't uh, have to. You just told me about it. See. Um. But yeah, that's why uh, Sherlock Holmes and Moriarty are my number one. <laughs> <laughs> because of gargoyles. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Just, just <laughs> the fact that they they're always on par with each other is where I was trying to go with that, but then went off on a completely different <laughs> that's direction. Why. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Um, well, I can only go so long without bringing wrestlers into it, so I'm going to say my number three, because I thought of a good number one, but I'm going to save it for, well, number one. Uh, I'm going Stone Cold Steve Austin and Mr. McMahon. Okay. It created, like, the Attitude Era. It created, it made wrestling cool for a little while. There was a time when that was a a real thing. There's two things you could do, or, like, two wrestling shirts that you could wear at school and not get laughed at. There was the NWO black and white shirt, which I will still wear if I could find one, and then anything Stone Cold, because he... Was the uh, he was the Fuck working you. W World Wrestling uh, Federation the big colorful one with the pink sleeves? That's what you wore to school if you were a real baller. <laughs> I sure. only got beat up five times. <laughs> I wore sting shirts. It didn't matter. I was getting made fun of anyway. So bring yeah. it on. Um, why are you making fun of my shirt? Make fun of my three chins. It's easier. They're here every day. Um, I haven't learned how to grow a beard yet. Have at it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, haven't learned how. Yeah. I remember when my, I taught my face how to grow facial hair. Um, but uh, he was the working class hero. He was the everyman that went in day after day to work and got shit from his job. And eventually, he stunned his hu- uh, husband. Nope. No. Boss. Uh, maybe the same person. Maybe. <laughs> um, and, uh, I mean, this grew to a level where I swear, at one point, Stone Cold Steve Austin has stunned. You know what the Stone Cold Stunner is, right? You kick him in the gut and you drop him. Yeah, it's a weird thing. Yeah, yeah. He has stunned. I actually watched a wrestling video today. Oh. Was it was it? it was a video game video, but this, I'll, it's I'll the take same. it. I'll take it. <laughs> Baby steps, Robert. You'll be a fan soon enough. Nope. He, Stone Cold Steve Austin has stunned the president of the United States of America. Yes, I do know that. Which is fucking hilarious. Yeah. Because there is a picture of the entire McMahon family in the Oval Office with Trump sitting at the desk. Oh, no, I'm aware. And Stone Cold stunned everybody in the room. Yes. That's the world we live in. Anyways. I, I can't tell you how sad that makes me. Oh, really? That makes me kind of okay with the whole thing. Uh, oh. What if, I mean, what if we go stun Obama? I know he's out of office now, but is that a hate crime? It yeah. doesn't matter. <laughs> Let's go for Bush. Let's go stun Bush. Not the wrestling move. We'll get stun guns and zap it old man while he's fishing. <laughs> <laughs> All of this is satirical. I would never do this. Secret <laughs> Service. Um, but no, it was... Uh, it was it was it was every man going after his boss and finally winning at the end of the day and I, it was huge like that shit was everywhere right right and uh, it, like, ma- it made remember, it cool for a while. I remember when wrestling was very popular and I actually liked it as a kid. Mm-hmm. Uh, Plus there was uh, the, during the Attitude Era there was boobies, eh, a couple on pay per view, boobies. <laughs> That's it. Go ahead. Yeah. Uh, but as I got older, I just grew out of it like very quickly. Yeah, it, it helped that I had. Uh, someone in my life at the time who was obsessed with wrestling, like their entire life was Walmart and wrestling, and that's it. Walmart and wrestling. Yes, I feel like you could combine those two pretty easily. Uh, I'm pretty sure it has happened. He just assaulted <laughs> people with a steel chair. Um, but yeah, he he was so obsessed with it that it really pushed me away from it, and I just nah. how how obsessed could you be? Uh, was every... it like all he would talk about? Yes. Oh, okay. And if you tried to ignore him, he would just follow you and tell you anyway. With a steel chair? No. Oh, damn it. I mean, I was pretty big into it. Uh, we had a backyard wrestling federation. It was fun. My name was Tum Tum the Unholy. Uh, me and my friends actually tried that once. It ended with uh, me having a cut upper lip. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I'm pretty sure had cracked ribs at the end of it. Hmm. And the other people that were there with me had very similar injuries. And we don't know who it was that threw the first actual punch, but it went down. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I, I, that's the only time I've gotten a concussion in my life. Oh. I, didn't, I, didn't, I don't remember it, but I saw it on videotape Most afterwards. Most concussions you don't. Yeah. Like, uh, I, I see a guy kick me in the head, and you see me go ragdoll. And only my shins and feet are in frame, and you see them slowly getting drug off camera. And then later on, they pan to me, and I'm just sitting there drooling in the corner. Dude. Something very exciting, not really, has happened in this last year. What? This last year is the first year I've gone a entire year since I was 13 without ending up with a concussion. Oh, wow. That is uh, depressing. 
Oh. I'm 28 now. Yep. That's how long it took for me to stop getting concussions on a yearly it basis. It seems like it's not that hard of a thing to accomplish. Uh, you'd be surprised. Did you live with a, a kid with the last name of McAllister? No. Oh, okay. Okay. Oh, Home Alone. Gotcha. Yeah, yeah. Like every time you open that up a door, a door, you yeah, know, no, a no. paint can to the head, or no, no, no annoying little blonde kids that turned out to be cokeheads. Hey, he has a, a whole band that sings songs about pizza now. I'm sure he did. I don't know if they're still around. <laughs> I think he's still alive. Honestly, I don't care. He, I, he is. Yeah, good. Number three. Yours. Yes. Okay. Uh, Batman and Joker. B- because of gargoyles. Uh, no. Oh. <laughs> Because same people worked on the animated series. Gargoyle, yes. I don't know why I'm doing this with my fingers. It looks like I'm playing with nipples. Um, <laughs> Can you milk me, Greg? <laughs> <laughs> See, I'd put in the work and be willing to find out. <laughs> Maybe later. Anyway. Yeah. Um, Batman and Joker. You know, I, I don't really think I have to get into this too much. Just the the psychopath versus the sociopath. That's mm-hmm. what that's what it comes down to. Uh, Batman being the sociopath. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, Batman, the greatest detective, always keeps his cool. Well, second greatest now, after Saber Sleuth. Yes. Yeah, Batman just got knocked down a peg. Yeah, just Sorry. just a little bit. <laughs> it's uh, so easy to solve crimes when you're the one doing them. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying. I solve 99% of my crimes. I still don't know how he lost his memory. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, and they did a great job playing with that in the new Lego Batman movie, actually. Yeah. The whole... Yeah, uh, we're greatest rivals, and Batman can't even commit to that. Yeah, <laughs> he's like, we're like, nothing. The the if you haven't seen the new Lego Batman movie yet, listen go to the watch soundtrack. It. Yeah, listen to the soundtrack. I've listened to that Batman song so many times this Batman. week. Yeah, not even with my son. Like I listen to it at work a couple times because it puts me in a good mood. Yeah, it, it's a very fun song. It really is. Um, but yeah, that that movie does touch on the Batman and Joker kind of. Kind of the thing that the internet's been joking about for years. Like, I, you need me. I complete you. I don't need anybody. Yeah. What? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it plays on that very heavy. Like, it's the whole crux of the Joker storyline in that movie, yes. pretty much. Is that, and then Batman finding his family, or being, will- being willing to have a family again, or be uh, part of one, I suppose. But it's because of the Joker that he can't have a family if you go into the comic books, because right. he's the one that has killed how many Robins now? Not <laughs> all of them, yeah. No, not, not all of them. I still but at least two. Yeah, I'm Jason Todd got <laughs> beat to death with a crowbar. But people voted for that. Yeah. I hope they felt bad afterwards. I, I think they did. Good. Uh, Kind of like a lot of elections that have been happening. <laughs> I'm sorry, I can't. I can't do it. <laughs> America's really good at voting on things. Just, they're tremendous. You'll see. The best votes. Best. <laughs> Get the best votes. We're going to kill all the Jasons. All right? It's going to be stupendous. <laughs> what the fuck? Um, I feel like America always... I uh, have a new number one! America's... Uh, it's going to get political. <laughs> Please don't. Uh, I, I feel like America votes like drunk frat kids where they're just like, oh, this is going to be awesome, and then they wake up the next day really hungover and wondering what they did. Yeah. And pretty much any occasion. <laughs> Democracy. So, yeah, that's my uh, that's my number three. <laughs> Batman and Joker. <laughs> uh, okay. How do I keep doing this? I don't know. <laughs> I'm still a big fan of Saber Sleuth, though. Oh, uh, yeah. He's no mallcock. But... No. But I, uh, he's a strong contender. <laughs> he um, I don't actually have a number two. Let me look around the room for something. Like <laughs> Ash and do you want, the do you Deadites. Want me to give... What? I don't know. Ash and the Deadites. I'm uh, just looking at things on my shelf. Okay. Do you want Do you want me to give you one for my honorable mentions? Sure. Uh, all right. Please, uh, something that I can talk about, because if you just give me names. <laughs> Roadrunner and Wiley Coyote. I'll take it. Uh, that is fun, actually. And there's there's another one where they actually show you what happens if the bad guy gets a hold of the good guy, finally. Yeah. He, Complete nothingness. Yeah. He just doesn't know what to do. Mm-hmm. And it's insane how smart slash stupid a coyote can be. Yes. He can put together things that just come in pieces and crates. I mean, you think Ikea's rough. Put, it, put together an Acme product. And at the end of the day, he's still willing to run into a wall. Yes. I don't get it. But he could also that defy... he painted. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So we got to figure out if the Roadrunner is a teleporter, if he can phase through solid objects. I think if, that... I mean, he could be a time traveler. Who knows? If you're wanting to get into fan theories, I've got one for you. I don't ever with you. Well, you know you, that. You, you know I hate fan this. theories. No, you no. I was this. just making... I was bantering. Yeah. Well, your banter has led to this. Okay. Here's a small fan theory off the cuff made up right now. This is a then and now fan theory. Oh, God. You're making up your own now? Yes. What have you become? I think that the Roadrunner 
is a cartoon character in a real life world that the coyote lives in. That's why he's able to go through the tunnels. That's why he uh, psychopathically knows when to stop so as not to be hit by stuff. And he does teleport into the cars that are running over Wiley Coyote. Uh, you, but they're both blatantly cartoons. We can see that by them both being animated. Uh, uh, it's not Roger. It's not you know Roger Rabbit. No, I understand that they're they're cartoons, but okay. In that cartoon world, we that we know as cartoons, it's the real world, and Roadrunner just happens to be the only actual cartoon character in that world. I feel like. And this is a fan Wally theory coyote about... Because at least looks like a coyote, but Roadrunner looks nothing like a Roadrunner. That's true. Um, here's a fan theory about then and now. Sometimes you think too much about things that don't need to be thought about. Oh, yes. There's my takeaway for the week. Uh, uh, that is a fun welcome one, Welcome to my life. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, that is, I always enjoyed watching them. I mean, it's always very heavily one-sided, but... I it's I feel bad for the coyote sometimes. Uh yes. I mean how many times do you have to fall off a cliff? Uh have you ever read the uh rules that they came up with when uh making the Wiley Coyote Roadrunner show? Mm-hmm. There were nine rules. In order to make a successful cartoon, they had to follow these very nine specific rules. Okay. Uh, it's a very interesting read. Uh if you want, I can look it up while while we're continuing. Uh yeah. All right, yeah. my number 2 uh, it, unless you have more to talk about while I'm looking this up. No, I was going to pause it, but you can keep going if you want. Uh, well, my number two is Spider-Man and the Green Goblin. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, once again, one of those iconic rivalries, uh, you know, Spider-Man having lost his girlfriend, uh, Gwen Stacy at the hands of Green Goblin, a lot of hate there, but he's also his best friend's father, mm-hmm. which creates a whole different dynamic. Yeah, really unique. Um, I've always loved Harry Osborn because he is technically the most successful villain ever. If you think about it, he started out, you know, rich guy, Green Goblin, later on became president. Yes, Uh, and leader of S.H.I.E.L.D. unlike a reality TV star. Oh, God. No, anyways. (laughs) (laughs) We need a Spider-Man. I'll take the job. (laughs) You should see my glider. It's huge. Um no, yeah, he's always, he's always just, I mean, with the Iron Patriot line and everything, it's not necessarily Green Goblin himself in Spider-Man. Harry Osborn is a cruel motherfucker, but he's he's so successful. Yes. Yeah. But he uh, killed Gwen Stacy. He did. What an asshole. Uh, which, you know, I, I was actually reading something from uh, Stan Lee, uh, actually, this week, um, and he was talking about how... He always wanted Gwen Stacy to be the girlfriend, but that's not the way that the audience always showed. Oh, they wanted Mary Jane? Everybody wanted Mary Jane. And that's the way that it had seemed from the beginning with Mary Jane is that's the way it was going to go. And then Gwen Stacy, quote, got in the way of that to the fans at the time. Okay. It wasn't until years after her death, and it was primarily her death that actually made Gwen Stacy popular amongst readers. And it wasn't until years later that people had a nostalgia for that character, which is what drove her to be so famous today. Okay. But back in the day, nobody cared. Right. Uh, and it was her revival through Spider-Verse. And, and Spider-Gwen. And, and now Gwenpool, which I don't get. No, Gwenpool's not part of her. <laughs> no, it is. Say, it has stupid. to be. Gwen's in the name. <laughs> Um, but yeah, but I was talking more Spider-Gwen. Mm-hmm. You know, they did not expect that character to be as big as it became. They just expected yeah, it, it to be... really big really quick. Yeah, they expected that to be a, basically a side story, and they were going to give Spider-Ham his own comic. Very much Howard the Duck-like. Yeah, good. Um, but that character blew up so big, they're like, nope, let's keep, let's keep this going. Let's keep this, Silks, um, both the Spi- Amazing Spider-Man and Spider-Man ultimate spider-man let's keep them all going mm-hmm. yeah yeah it's cool i mean i haven't read all spider-verse yet but you probably know that yes i still say for those who have the chance read it i understand danny's reasons not doing it laziness uh, <laughs> it's not like it's hard work i don't know if it's laziness um i don't know i've been stressed out because okay, of resident evil la- 7 lately if it's not so. hard work and you're still not doing it at that point is it just because you're lazy no, nah, no, nah, it's not on this computer. All right, so the the nine rules. Oh, uh, Chuck Jones's nine rules to writing a Roadrunner cartoon. Put tits in it. The Roadrunner cannot harm the coyote except by going beep beep. <laughs> okay. Rule number oh, two. Oh yeah, because that'll make him jump or drop something, and right. then you know something blows up or okay. Rule number two: 
No outside force can harm the coyote. Only his own ineptitude or the failure of the Acme products. Or a truck just running him over? Pretty sure that happens. Uh, that was hit by his plan, though. Mm, okay. Because he was trying to get the Roadrunner hit. Mm. Instead, he got hit and the Roadrunner was in the car. Oh, that's right. Okay. What I was actually talking about earlier. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, the coyote could stop any time. If he were not a fanatic, repeat, a fanatic is one who redoubles his effort when he has forgotten his aim. Okay. Uh, so, yeah, he could stop. He doesn't want to. Not unlike Saber Sleuth. Yes. Hmm. He could stop, but it's so much fun for him. Yeah. Oh, dude, I've solved I've nine solved crimes one. today. I've solved another one. <laughs> Just I've people. solved another one. Rule number four, no dialogue ever except beep beep. Yeah. Okay. The only time that Wiley e. Coyote, that character, has gotten uh, to say anything, are in cartoons that the Roadrunner does not exist, i.e., the Bugs Bunny one, yeah. where he uh, first time you hear him speak, Wiley e. Coyote, super genius. Oh, that's right. Okay. And doesn't he talk in like the very last episode or something? When they, I can't remember. Yeah, I'm thinking he talks like the last episode, or maybe it's the one where he actually gets Roadrunner or thinks he does anyways, and like. Contemplates not maybe that his life might anymore. not be a Chuck Jones one. Might not Chuck be, Jones yeah. ones were the ones that were the most famous. Yeah, uh, the Roadrunner must stay on the road; otherwise, logically, he would not be called a Roadrunner. That's why he's called a Roadrunner, not because he because he doesn't look like the animal. You're right. He's he's called Roadrunner because he, he runs, runs on only road. on a road. Yeah. Okay. Good. That's great. <laughs> hey, how famous is this cartoon? That's true. Still. All action must be confined to the natural environment of the two characters, the South American, the Southwest American desert. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. There are very few times they'll go outside of that, uh, and it's only for, like, one gag, like the coyote being blown into space and then falling back to Earth. Yeah. Yeah, it's true. Uh, All material tools, weapons, or mechanical... uh, conveniences must be obtained from the Acme Corporation. Well, got to, yeah. Because uh, yeah. they never work. That's why you want to get them from there. Exactly. Hmm. I mean, they do usually explode, just not at the right time. <laughs> Rule number eight. Whenever possible, make gravity the coyote's greatest enemy. Oh, yeah. Okay. But it only affects him when he looks down. That's uh, the weird part. Yes, but he always knows it's coming. That's true. Yeah. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah, I, I, th- I thought so. I mean, how many times has that been the gag where he's just walked off the side and been like, I'm not going to look down. I'm just going to feel. <laughs> no, nothing, nothing there. Oh, yeah, I have to look. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Every episode, I'm pretty sure. Uh, the coyote is always more humiliated than harmed by his failures. Rule nine. Yeah, well, that's just a lie. Um, he falls off cliffs all the time. Uh, he always gets like he always gets blown up and charred and yeah. Yeah, but how often do do you uh, see him actually injured? I can only think of one or two times where he's ended up in a cast. Yeah, yeah. A lot of times it's it's fake, you know. Yeah. The cast, he'll, you know. He's, uh, yeah. Oh, I can't uh-huh, chase you because I'm injured, and then yeah. Uh, so yeah, those are the nine rules to the uh, Wiley e. Coyote Roadrunner cartoons hmm. made by Chuck Jones. Okay, I feel like we could apply that to everything. Uh, yes. <laughs> Everything has to be in the Southwest American desert. Yeah. Well, uh, <laughs> duh. Sure. Yeah. That so, is where I was born. So mistakes are made there? Is that what you're saying? <laughs> it was in an Acme hospital. <laughs> <laughs> no, your parents were using Acme condoms. <laughs> way, way to make this uh, about my parents boning. <laughs> you're welcome. <laughs> so happy. Mm-hmm. Uh, all right. Uh, so that moves us on to our honorable mentions. Okay. Um, I got nothing. Uh, okay. Uh, yeah. All right. Uh, so do you just want me to quick fire off the ones that I have and, uh. Oh, we're only at like a half an hour, so you can go slow if you want. Okay. <laughs> My number one. That's just good radio. My number 1.25. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right. So my first honorable mention, uh, Dexter and Mandrake. From, from Dexter's Laboratory. Dexter's Laboratory. Good show. Uh, great rivalry. 
Mm-hmm. There, yeah, I, I would say. Um, yeah, I miss those Nicktoons. Like, I was a huge Dexter fan. I love Johnny Bravo. Yeah. Uh, uh, I wasn't a huge fan of Johnny Bravo. Oh, really? I, Cow, oh, I loved Cow him. Cow and Chicken was too weird for me. I didn't but, like that one, you know. But, yeah, Dexter's Laboratory, Powerpuff Girls. Uh, I never got into Powerpuff Girls. I actually I kind of like Courage the Cowardly Dog. Oh, it was decent. I loved Courage the Cowardly Dog. Like, I loved it. <laughs> no, uh... <laughs> No, I think Johnny Bravo might have been my favorite. And, and honestly, the rivalry there would be him and any woman ever. They didn't like him. Uh, not not Susie, the little girl? Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, that was a good show. Um, uh, th- let's not forget, uh, Spawned from Dexter's Laboratory. and No, Spawned from Cow and Chicken, I Am Weasel. I Am Weasel. Oh, shit. Yeah, that was a thing. Yeah. God, do you remember Cat Dog? I know that was on Nickelodeon, but... yeah. I, I, okay, I did not like too many Nickelodeon shows growing up. Like Cat Dog being the very rare exception, but oh, you actually like Cat Dog? I did. You're backwards here because uh, Rugrats is where it was at. Uh, see, I didn't like Rugrats. Oh, really? Oh, I, I, yeah, I liked I Rugrats. Like, I liked Doug too. Doug was okay. Doug was on Saturday morning cartoons, which is before I had any kind of cable. The only experience that I had the cartoons. Quail Man. <laughs> Quail Man. <laughs> Uh, uh, the movie sucked, though. There's a Doug movie. It wasn't good. Oh, was there? Yeah. Okay. Yep. Had had no clue. Rugrats movie. Kind of dark at times. I actually liked the Rugrats movie. No, I didn't say it was bad. It does and start out with the Wild Thornberries movie. Okay. What about the crossover? There was a crossover movie. Barker yeah. has it. No. Nah. It's not very good either. Uh, but no, like, the Rugrats movie's interesting because it starts out with a musical number and it ends with a bunch of babies urinating into the air. Yes. And then it gets uh, awkwardly birth. dark when Tommy... Decides to leave his baby brother in the jungle and, like, tells him that he doesn't love him. Yeah. It's a weird movie. Yeah, but it's about, you know, changes in your life. Yeah. <laughs> it's also babies. Yes. So that makes that stuff double dark. But yeah, I, I didn't like a lot a lot of, like, wild thornberries, cat I didn't dog. like wild thornberries. I didn't like cat dog. Um, I'm trying to think of the other ones. Do you remember, um, was it Kablam? I do remember Kablam. It was, was all it was all action figures and stuff. And Very all weird that. show. All that was amazing. Okay, all that was indeed all of that. Okay, and like their live action stuff back then. I watched Nickelodeon for their live action. Like, stuff are you afraid of the dark? Are you? I, I like quite dark a bit. Was amazing. Uh, what was the salute your salute your shorts? Yes, yes, thank you. Oh, I love that show. <laughs> God, I wonder how that holds up. I don't know. It's got to be some. There's got to be scraps of it on YouTube. There's oh, got to be. Oh yeah. I know what I'm doing tonight. <laughs> I'm coming over. Let's <laughs> <laughs> watch you loot your shorts. And they're just sitting there like, oh, this isn't good. This, we are wasting time and still watch like five episodes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, so continuing on with my honorable mentions. Oh, yeah. Uh, the Unnamed Samurai and Aku from Samurai Jack. Never got into it. No? No, I had a couple of friends that were really into it. Our friend Joel was huge into it. I, I really liked it uh, when it was still fresh. I don't know how it holds up, but I imagined really well. Um they, they've been talking about doing live action movies and everything else forever, and just nothing's well, ever came of it. The animation was very specific to that style because they decided to make it without having solid black lines. Oh, really? Yes. If if you watch it, there's no solid black line to any character. What about the guy that's all black with just a mask? Uh, he's all black. Okay. No solid black line to him. That's just his character. Is I've, I feel like there has to be darkness. a black line in his outline because that's all that he is. <laughs> So I feel like they broke their own rule a little bit. No, if if, if <laughs> still no difference in line color. I guess, man. It's the outline line. You know exactly what I'm talking about. I do, about, but <laughs> it seems like cheating. I, I don't know. Uh, yeah, I never got into it, though, at all. It was more of an Afro Samurai guy. It's myself. literally a rivalry that spanned millennia. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, I thought it all took place in feudal Japan. Uh, started in feudal Japan. And ended... In future Neo Tokyo. Oh, did not know that. Yeah. Okay. Sure. <laughs> uh, uh, what was um that show always reminded me of really uh, like an American version of Inuyasha. The first couple episodes I watched of it. Yeah. Which I was huge into Inuyasha, and then oh, yeah. it turns out like every episode's the same. It. I didn't like the ending of the show. There wasn't one really. Yeah. yeah. It, it didn't end. Like it's like this is the last episode, but. We have all of these plot points that we haven't closed, so look forward to 15,000 movies. Yep, that I never watched. But him and his brother had a decent rivalry. Yeah. Uh, Another set of uh, brothers that's a decent rival in, in video games. Uh, Do you ever play Devil May Cry? Yes. Uh, uh, Dante and Virgil 
Yes. And in a way, Dante and Trish are trying to one up each other. Uh, the original Devil May Cry is the only game that I have beat, I think, I, I, like multiple times. Uh, the only other game I... I'm trying to think of another game I've beat more than once and didn't drop. I beat the first Devil May Cry seven times. Really? And this was back to back to back to so back to back. I never really got into the game series I loved the first one so much. I did not like two. Three was too hard. Four was good. And the new reboot was I played okay. four and part of the new reboot. The new reboot was okay, but they changed Dante so much. They yeah. turned him into Gerard Way from My Come Girl Romance, which you think I would love, <laughs> right? Yeah, as much as you've uh, thrown that love out there. Oh, I love him. <laughs> I mean, great music, great comics. There's nothing there not to love, Robert. Okay? Except for the fact that they broke up. I don't want to get into it, okay? <laughs> I've already got Power Rangers weighing down on me. I don't need to talk about My Chemical Romance not coming okay. out with new music. But uh, uh, well, an- Another good brother rivalry. Oh, you had something oh, no, else. No, go ahead. Another good bro- brother rivalry, very relevant to then and now, Chris and Danny Mons. Oh, we're going to kill each other somehow. Yeah, it's going to happen. Uh, honestly, I just we'll... hope that somehow it's on tape. <laughs> <laughs> We'll at least be recording audio. We usually yeah. are when we're around each other. So <laughs> it was really weird. They both stared at each other and then just offed themselves. <laughs> you like they the were going to do it better than the it, other one. It, it, it was the stupidest uh, Western showdown I've ever seen. <laughs> Draw. I always put the guns in their own mouths. Honestly, I'm such a bad shot. I would miss. And still hit him. <laughs> <laughs> he shoots himself in the face, and then I shoot him in the face. Yeah. <laughs> Finally, I win, and then I get hit by a car. Yeah. Yeah. That's pulled by a horse. <laughs> Fitting. Yeah. And this, the tumbleweed goes by. Honestly, it'll be an empty beer can. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, next honorable mention, Zuko and Aang from Last Airbender. Yeah, I, okay. Uh, you never Not watched a single La- episode. No. Not a single episode. Be- very good. It's uh, very much in the anime style. In fact, I would call it an anime, but it's made here in America mm-hmm. uh, by Nickelodeon. And it's essentially all of these Eastern cultures, what if they had the power of the elements? Mm-hmm. Uh, so there's fire, air. Uh, Wind. That's air. Damn it. Water. That is air. You're and right. And earth. Mm. I thought I had one. The, the only thing missing is heart to get Captain Planet. <laughs> yeah. But this show has plenty of that to go around. Oh, Captain uh, Planet and pollution. <laughs> now there's a rivalry. <laughs> yeah. God, he doesn't <laughs> like it. No, not not one bit. Weird. Uh, God, that show sucked. But it it's all of those different cultures with those powers, and it's done in a very very cool way. Uh, I highly recommend the show. I, I'm obviously you probably highly recommend the movie too, right? M Night Shyamalan's one uh, of his his classics. N- no, me and Yams got into another argument about M Night Shyamalan last night. He will defend that guy until his will death. He really? But he will not watch Airbender, <laughs> and he says he just hasn't had an opportunity to. But I know it's because it's the one movie he won't be able to to defend. He'll defend the village. He'll defend fucking signs. And that's what we do our commentary to. Air- oh, that's a good idea. <laughs> We've been talking about doing yeah, that we'll for do a it. while. Yep. Okay, that's a good idea. <laughs> this whole time, oh, he's great, isn't he, Yams? Huh? Oh, he's fuck. Oh, what a genius. Yeah. <laughs> I like how that man's fighting a waterfall for no reason. Okay, but before that, you actually have to watch. The, oh no, the I'm show. going in blind. No, I want this to be my first impression, no, so I can don't. never like it, Robert. No, you don't. Because let's face it, I won't finish it anyways. Uh, Superman and Lex Luthor. Next honorable mention. Yeah, I'd go more Superman and Batman. Honestly, uh, I've got Batman and Bane. Yeah, he did break the bat. He did break the bat. Mm, he did break the bat. How about Jason Todd and a crowbar? Uh, I do not have that one on oh. here. Crowbar one. <laughs> uh, Seinfeld and Newman. Nah, I never Newman. got into Seinfeld. Not once. I know there's a no soup for you guy. Uh, yeah. That's about it. And I only know that because they reference it in Scrubs. Yes. Yeah. Uh, Tom and Jerry. Tom and Jerry. Like, that's a good come one. on. That, very, like Wile E. Coyote and the Road Very Runner. much so. But honestly, I think maybe a little bit better. A little, a lot more violent. A lot more violent. Yeah, there were no nine rules. Like, no. no, just kill the cat. You gotta kill the cat! Yeah, if the cat doesn't end up in nine deadly scenarios in episode, then you've not done your job right. That's his nine rules. Kill the cat, kill the cat, kill the cat, kill the or, cat, kill the cat, kill the cat. Or <laughs> severely depressed. Because there were a couple of those where I think he tried to kill himself. Yeah, I believe so. Yeah, that show was very violent. Yeah. I loved it. Oh, it was great. No, they keep on pumping used... out these movies now that are so... I mean, they're they're nothing. Right. They just they chase each other. There's no, you didn't, they don't where, cut his where tail is off. your dark childhood humor gone? Yeah. I, I don't think it, I mean, who can look at Tom and Jerry like, man, that really fucked me up as a kid? No one. Exactly. You need it. It fucks me up as an adult. <laughs> that poor cat. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the last honorable mention I have, Popeye and Bluto. 
<laughs> yeah. Okay. Well, they can't all be winners, can they? Uh, okay. I never, I never liked great. Popeye. No. Dude. No. No, not even the Robin Williams. Especially that one. That was pretty <laughs> rough, man. <laughs> and I love Robin Williams. Don't get me wrong. See, He's I, a better genie than a Popeye. That's I have all I'm to like Popeye because I know I'm doomed to look like him. My grandpa looked like <laughs> like him. No shit. My dad looks a little like him. I, I've I'm, seen your dad. I'm not for sure he looks like Popeye. I'm going to look like him. I've never seen him in a sailor hat, though, so I can't be sure. <laughs> yeah. Um, all right, so number ones, huh? You want me to go first? Yeah, by all means. Mainly because you've already said yours. Uh, yes. Or did you change it? I mean, I could go political. I, I, I don't want to, really. <laughs> um. I already talked about the president getting stunned. I feel like that's as political as the show needs to ever be, really. Uh, this one involves the president. I figured, Robert. <laughs> um, let's say uh, Professor X and Magneto. Duh. Uh, that's, that's a good one. Yeah, uh, that, uh, that one has to be my number one because I, I love both characters for the different reasons. The only reason that they didn't end up on my list is, is because of Wolverine and Sabretooth. You didn't want two X-Men there. ones, I understand. Uh, yeah. yeah. Uh, that Wolverine and Sabretooth one's a little too good to avoid. But when you think of like rivalries always trying to one-up each other but still being like friends and still honestly caring about each other, it creates a really interesting dynamic that uh, works so well with those two because these old grizzled vets, you know, that have seen fucking everything except... Especially Magneto. He... I have a new number one. Okay, good. Uh, I mean, the kid was fucking raised in a concentration camp. Yes. And to see that turmoil and stuff, and then, but he still finds a friend in Xavier, and then when they split up, they still kind of keep track of each other. And, and have a great respect for each other. Yeah. Even to the point of when Xavier went missing in, in the 90s. Not now missing, but then missing. Well, you know he didn't run away. <laughs> His legs don't work, Robert. Actually, he did. Oh, whatever. Fucking his, 90s comics are the his, worst. His legs only don't work when he when his powers are active. Yeah, it's so stupid. Uh, anyway. 90s comics were the worst, I'm telling you. <laughs> uh, but you cut me off and I forgot my point. Yeah, it was probably about 90s comics. Oh, he ran away with his legs. That's uh, what we were talking about. But when that happened, Magneto took over the X-Men in the way that Xavier was running it. Oh, really? Didn't yeah. really change anything? Kind Because this is your thing. I'm going to keep it here for you. Keep it safe. Yeah. Oh, that's cool, man. That's really cool. Um, yeah, I, just the mutual respect you don't really see between, like, bitter enemies and stuff. That's why I consider that, like, a real rivalry. Like, they're not going to kill each other. Well. What? You're smirking. I don't like it. <laughs> it's because my new number one kind of goes off the idea that you had going into this one. Oh, okay. Uh, uh, of the, not bitter enemies, but a rivalry. Okay. And it's another X-Men one, Wolverine and Cyclops. Yeah, but Cyclops is a bitch. Everybody knows it. Yeah, but... You know who knows it the most? Jean Grey. <laughs> yeah. And she's died 37 times. <laughs> Last week. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we th- we make fun of Aunt May for almost dying and dying all the time. Fucking Jean Grey. Jean Grey. That's one of the reasons I got out of the X-Men cartoon. Like, I, after a while. I'm like, dude, that's fine. She'll be back. I mean, she'll probably be evil, but then she'll be fine, but then she'll die again. What's like, funny is they still bring that up. Yeah. Like... They've realized, no, we've done this way too much. Yeah. Instead of bringing her back, let's bring in her daughter from the alternate future. And uh, then their son from the alternate future. Well, there's a, they have a lot of kids from alternate futures at yeah. this point. Well, um, Cable's one of them, right? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, Cable is... Well, they always say that it's Scott Summer's son. Never say that it's Gene Gray's. Yeah, it's gotta be. I guess it could be Emma Frost. Well, no, he's a strong... Uh... He's got strong telepathic powers, though, so he's got to gotta be Gene Gray's. Uh, not necessarily. Yeah, well, I mean, technically, he he would be, like, the most powerful telepath ever, but he has that uh, that uh, cancer that only affects mutants, so he has to use his powers to keep that in check. So right. if he didn't have that cancer, he would be, like, the most powerful thing ever. So he has to have some sort of strong mental ability. So he's either... It's either Gene... I'm, I'm going to say he's Gene Gray's kid, but secret daddy, Professor X... Oh, Maury, 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 Maury. <laughs> uh, well, you know that he was married to Raven Darkholm. Yeah, but the big question is, does it still work? Uh, I'm mm. going to go with yes <laughs> because of uh, Kurt Wagner. Hmm. Nightcrawler. Wait, he he played with his dick once and got it hard? I'm, no. I, why, what? No. What? <laughs> Mystique? Yeah. And Professor X oh, are married. Yeah, okay. Damn it. Hmm. Well, I guess I, good for him. is her son. Right. So you think Professor X, also Secret Daddy of Nightcrawler. Yes. And Cable. I didn't say... I'm going to say Gambit, too. Just because. 
<laughs> no, nah, he comes from a strong southern. Oh God, yeah, very New Orleans. <laughs> New Orleans. Yeah, New Orleans. One word. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, my secret power is gumbo. But yeah, uh, Wolvie and Cyclops. Um, going off of what you were saying with you know the respect for each other. They didn't have respect for each other. Not even a little bit. No. Like their their respect had to be hard earned. And like today there's a lot of good comics where you see the stuff that Magneto and Professor X were going through. You see those two same parallels in Wolverine and Cyclops now. Yeah, plus they're Eskimo brothers. Uh they well, did they ever both I, I think so. I I don't I think, know. I think so. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I didn't sleep with Jean Grey, Cyclops. It's cool. I, I slept with the Phoenix. So, stop cheating, bro. Yeah. Plus, I, she's probably dead at the time. D- different consciousness, <laughs> same body, right? She's died since we had sex. It's fine. <laughs> Technically, a new body. Huh? Yeah. That's hey, exciting. Hey, huh? huh? We should get rid of her. <laughs> she's awful. She's, she's breaking up this bromance like you wouldn't believe, man. <laughs> yeah. You can't put the pussy on a pedestal. All right, it's bros before hoes, which also means super hoes before super bros. Wait, no, said that backwards. Super bros before super hoes. I don't know. It's a dumb. It's a dumb thing. Saber sleuth. <laughs> <laughs> I'm solving all of these crimes. <laughs> like, can you find? Can you find Professor X? He's missing. I didn't steal him, so no. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, give me a second. I I smell him. Next to your balls, Wolvie. <laughs> I've got the scent. <laughs> <laughs> Happy birthday, well, fucker. Start stabbing well, him. Wolverine just starts chasing him down the road, like covering his balls, going, Gene, run! <laughs> yeah. I do love the fact that his big thing is trying to kill Wolverine. He doesn't have a way to do it. <laughs> no. Wolverine, insanely hard to kill. Yeah, a little bit. He's mur- he just murders everybody around him. I still like the idea of... Him missing the day by one day and Wolverine getting sad. I know, right? Uh, that's the comic I want to write. <laughs> I thought we had something, man. I, I thought we had what we had was special. Like the last panel is a shot back to like, the like end of. He stops calling him Sabretooth, starts calling him by his actual name. <laughs> that's how. Oh, it's gonna be like that now. Okay. Yeah. Okay, Logan, you dick. But uh, the, James. Yeah, yeah. The uh, the last panel of the uh, of the comic. Would be a shot back to Wolverine's actual birthday and him just sitting in a dark room, just happy birthday to me. And then he blows out one candle and then just one dark panel. Tell me that's not a tearjerker, man. And you wonder why that was my original number one. <laughs> <laughs> it ran the episode. Yeah. Yeah. That whole, this whole episode I was Wolverine I, and Sabretooth. Wolverine and Sabretooth won. Yeah. <laughs> I just, when I, because I, I told you I, I didn't release this one, I got to figure out how to properly spell Saber Sleuth, because that's the name of the episode now. Uh, S-A-B-E-R-S-L-U-E-T-H. Don't have to figure out shit now. There. Good. <laughs> I'll just, when I'm editing, I'll write down what you just spelled, because I wasn't really listening. So. Hmm. All right. Well, I think that's been our time. Yeah. Uh, your name is? Danny Mullins. Your name is? Robert Folly. Let's go solve some crimes. Goodbye, everyone. <laughs> Translated, let's go commit crimes and say <laughs> we're doing them. <laughs> I'm solving all of these crimes.